0: welcome to the real los angeles podcast i am your host Nella raider that is n-e-l-a raider from northeast los angeles you are tuning in to episode number four 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 <laughs> not trying to get cheesy but it's just me and i'm bare bones over here i'm just a uh, headphone and phone that's all you're gonna get with this podcast anyhow how are you guys doing? It's been a while since my last podcast I am right here just chilling out A lot has happened since April 12th My last podcast submitted, submission and We got a lot to get to today However, if you guys know what today is Today is April 24th And tomorrow, yes tomorrow is the NFL Draft, ladies and gentlemen. Are you guys hyped? Are you guys ready? As you all know, we always do our Dodgers, our Lakers, our Kings from all the other leagues and sports, from the Big Four. But we all know that the NFL is King. And on this radio station, and on this podcast, I should say, Your Las Vegas Raiders, your Oakland Raiders, who used to inhabit and dominate the Los Angeles market, so I will defer and say, your Los Angeles Raiders, just because this is LA Raider Nation's uh, podcast, and as you all know, I don't necessarily cover the rams or the chargers especially not the chargers anyhow let's get back into it and the nfl's king and as we all know tomorrow is draft day are you guys excited who's ready for pick number 4 you know i re- this is times when i really wish i had a soundboard i would have had all kinds of stuff going off right now but since i'm bare bones over here i'm just going to go straight to it with the 4th pick In the 2019 NFL Draft, your Oakland Raiders, I have to say Oakland because right now they're Oakland, your Oakland Raiders select Kyler Murray. I'm just kidding. (laughs) A lot of people I know want Kyler Murray. A lot of people are done with Derek Carr. And because this is my podcast, I'm going to go out of my way and say that is false, ladies and gentlemen. For the most part, it seems like uh, Mike Mayock, our GM, and Coach Gruden. Yes, Chucky, old boy. Chucky. He's uh, They, they both look like they're sold on car. And everything is going to move forward with the offense, with the quarterback that we have in place already. Again, guys, I'm not going to go too crazy into car because I want to talk about this draft. But the guy... Has the stats to pull off great things. I could go into numbers and I could go into stats, but I won't get into all that. All I'm going to say is the past two seasons since the 2016 season. The guy still puts up numbers and breaks Ken Stabler's records, Rich Gannon's records, even though his O-line hasn't really produced since his uh, 2016 campaign. Guys, I could go on and on and on, but ultimately with the fourth pick in the NFL draft. Now, mind you, we have three uh, first rounders. We have the fourth pick, the 24th pick, and the 27th. With the fourth pick, we need to address the biggest hole, which is defensive end. A couple years back. I can easily say that our biggest need was corner defensive back. We needed a star shut down corner. Our secondary needed a lot of help still does, but more so before now I can easily say it's defensive end. And with that said, uh, I heard that we might go after Williams and, uh, I think Josh Allen. I don't want to uh, come off incorrect with any of my info, but I believe those are the defensive players that we're looking at. With that said, as y'all, as you, all of you guys know, first and foremost, I believe that we should go after Bosa. If Bosa somehow drops. His stock and uh, the Niners whiff on him. The And I, I'm going straight to the Niners because I believe Kyler Murray is going to get picked up by Arizona. Arizona picks up Kyler Murray. They figure out their quarterback situation. They don't really need to, but they're ridiculous for getting rid of uh, Rosen that early. Anyhow, this is an Arizona podcast. Um, Kyler Murray goes number one for whatever reason uh i just don't see Joey Bosa going uh i mean Joey Bosa Nick Bosa Nick excuse me Nick Bosa i do not see Nick Bosa uh leaving that number 2 spot if the Niners whiff on him which i'm hoping and praying for hopefully the uh the Jets don't pick him up if the Jets and Somehow, some way, whiff on uh, Bosa. Hopefully, the Raiders pick him up at number four, and then the rest of the way we could go receiver. Uh, people want a running back. Uh, you know, I still think we go all defense. I think we should all. If we control the draft that much, I believe that our offense is good enough to get us to an eight and eight start. And I'm gonna say that with a grain of salt because I know a lot of you are gonna be like, Aiden A, whoa, 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 whoa. We have Antonio Brown, we have uh, you know, Terrell Williams, we have all these uh you know offensive weapons right now, mind you. Uh I don't know if a lot of you remember or not, but Chris Warren the third, um he was with the squad last year. He had a remarkable uh, preseason. I know what you guys are saying. He did good in the preseason. Nella, you're going to go for, for just preseason stats? No. But he did show promise. And I'm pretty sure he would have made the fifty 53-man man roster had it not been for his injury. With that said, guys, I believe that he might be at least this year's answer at running back. Let's see what happens in the preseason. Hopefully he has a healthy uh end to the preseason and he can make the 53 man roster and we could see what he can do as a legitimate running back in the NFL. Uh I got some beast mode I got some beast mode news. I'm sure all of you know by now but I'll get to that in a minute. Let me just get to uh end of my segment as far as the NFL draft comes as you all know uh it's tomorrow and a big thing a big breaking news came out recently it was either today or yesterday that Gruden had came out and specifically well first things I should first thing I should cover is the fact that uh, a couple of days ago The Raiders, GM, and the head coach, Mayock and Gruden, sent home the scouts. I don't know if any of you guys heard about that, but that was pretty interesting to hear. Uh, Social media went off. Fans went off. Critics went off. And everyone was just like, these guys don't have a plan. And for whatever reason, it it gave a bad look to to the organization as far as you know, what they're going to do for the draft, who they're going to pick. Why are they sending home the scouts? You know, they're supposed to be in that war room or they're supposed to relay information. And to me, it sounds like the Oakland Raiders have more of a plan if they're sending home the scouts. They're letting them know, all right, we know who we're going to pick. Either they know, either Mayock and Gruden have figured out more or less who they're going to pick at number four or... They have their top, you know, they probably have their top 10 scenarios and they probably go from there. If this guy gets picked, then we're going to go with this guy. If these guys aren't on the board, we're going with this guy. Or it could be the total opposite. I've heard a scenario where we trade the number four pick and recently, I think it was today that it came out that... The Washington Redskins, who I believe Jay Gruden, who is John Gruden's brother, is still with the Redskins organization. That's probably the link right there. And as we all know, the last time that the Redskins were involved with the trade, it was the RG3 trade RG three trade with the Rams. They moved up to get uh The Redskins quarterback, who at the time, his first rookie year, did really, really good. And the Rams looked like a bunch of idiots because the Rams didn't have a quarterback for so long. But, you know, they acquired a bunch of draft picks out of that. Anyhow, back to the Raiders. It's been linked up that they were in conversations with the Redskins uh, organization. And they're trying to get some talks going. I don't know if that's them just trying to steer the pot before draft day or if that's legitimate. If it is and we do wind up trading away our fir- our our fourth pick in the draft. You know, our, our top pick and keep the other two possibly, the 24th and 27th pick. Who knows what might happen and for all we know the the trade can go through and there goes our fourth pick that's just a scenario nothing nothing set in stone guys this is all stuff that could be just trying to steer the pot another thing i heard was that gruden and mayock came out and said that we have a surprise pick at number four now those look like two legitimate opposite directions it seems like they're trying to stir the pot. Stir the pot more than anything and trying to get things crazy for for draft day. One crazy scenario I heard a couple of days back, almost a week back now, is that the Raiders can actually trade all three picks to try to get the first. Now I don't know if you guys think that's smart or not. I am only okay with that if we go after Bosa. I know you guys are probably why is he riding on Bosa so much? You know, the, I heard the guy got hurt last year, and I don't know what. But Joey, that uh, sorry, Nick Bosa. Have I been saying Joey this entire time? Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa is the younger brother that is going to be in the everyone's draft draft board this this year tomorrow. Um. Joey Buss is the brother who's got drafted by the Chargers two, three years ago now. Two years, I believe. Two years ago. Anyhow, uh, I'm not sure uh, what else is there as far as the draft comes. Other than, you know, the Raiders saying that they're going to go with Carr they're unexpected to to go for a quarterback at least in what the fourth pick in the draft. Hopefully, Kyler murley has gone by then. Nothing against the kid; it's just for whatever reason, them taking a quarterback that early with the fourth pick is them really trying to put pressure on Car and saying, "You're not the guy." Sorry, and. For a lot of us Raider fans, at least to me, the real diehard loyal fans are crazy about Carr because we knew we knew what we had the past couple of years since Carr. Between Gannon and Carr, we've had maybe two legitimate prospects that could have been something. Campbell being one of them. But... With that being said, the draft is tomorrow. We'll just have to wait and see what happens with the pick. And hopefully all goes well with the first round. At least the first round, you guys. We got to make the fourth pick in the draft count because our entire season went went to the down the toilet. That's the best way I could put it. It went down the toilet. And you know, our record was four and twelve. I don't know about you guys, but as a Raider fan, I'm tired of us going four and twelve. The best part about going four and twelve is getting a high draft pick. And if that draft pick does not appease the the loss ratio and the record of last year, then I don't did we what did we do? What did we do last year? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got to give Antonio Brown and the rest of our free agents hope that, you know, we're drafting right and the organization's not only going to be on the move to Las Vegas, but on the move towards the playoffs again and to try to build a contender. I know it's really on the players whether they do something about that or not, but you got to build a team. And it's it's their job, the GM and the coach's job, to try and build a uh, a substantial team, with, uh, a team with with you know merit behind their their actions, you know what they produce on the the, the field, on the gridiron. <laughs> Anyways, going back into uh, the segment, the draft it's tomorrow. Hopefully, we do good with the fourth pick. Uh, because it has to do with our entire year of losses hopefully we we get something back from that the 24th and the 27th pick are obviously the cooper and Mac trade and you know 24 27 you know we got rid of two substantial players that Meant a lot to us the past couple of years during the return to greatness, as they deemed it, as the slogan was the past couple of years, return to greatness. Ever since Jack Del Rio came in, and you know, if you're a lot of us, you know, a lot of us Raider fans that thought we were going to be in the Super Bowl by now, or at least. Competing to go to an AFC championship, yes, an AFC championship, not just winning the division. We should have been beat our division rivals and held our foot on their throats by now. But it's quite the opposite. We went, we downgraded a whole lot. The Chargers got stronger and the Chiefs almost made it to the Super Bowl last year. So enough on that. We'll see what happens with the draft picks, but we need to make them count, guys. Back to uh, whatever else I have for the Raiders is beast mode. So the news came out today that beast mode will no longer be with the silver and black. And he is going to retire once again, this time officially from the NFL. So last time he was with the Seahawks, he kind of just hung us at Hung up his cleats and unofficially retired. You he, he was retired, it was just it was kind of a weird way of saying goodbye. Whereas this time, he's legitimately calling it quits this time, calling it a, a career. I would just like to take time right now just to say thank you to Beast Mode. The last time I was in the Oakland Coliseum, it was home opener when it was his first game as an Oakland Raider, official game, as an Oakland Raider in the regular season. That was the game where he did the dancing in the middle of the game, practically when we were winning already, and Oaktown went crazy. The crowd went crazy. I was there. It was an awesome experience. And then... I got to see beast mode uh in Carson against the LA Chargers. God, I hate calling them the LA Chargers. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but when I saw the Raiders play the Chargers here, I got pretty decent tickets behind the goalpost and you know, I was close enough to yell at the Chargers and tell them how much I hate them from there and then when the raiders were close enough i was right there screaming and yet hollering at uh the entire team chanting on car and and and, you know actually got beast mode to look my way when i said beast mode and he he looked at me right back and it was kind of cool little moment but you know not to make this podcast about my experiences in the stadiums but uh yeah it was pretty it was pretty awesome to see uh not only a great Hall of Fame caliber Who he will be He will totally be a Hall of Famer When it's all said and done And it will be another Raider in the Hall of Fame But what a great Raider And What an incredible asset To this to his city The city of Oakland And uh My hats off to you sir And thank you for everything That you did in the two years that you were a Raider Uh we appreciate you, boss. And uh, best of luck to whatever else you do with your life. Uh, it was an awesome time having you in the silver and black. The fans will always love you. You, uh, you keep being about that action, boss. Anyhow, uh, that should be it for the Raiders that I recall. I did go to the stadium the last time I was on the podcast. I had went to Las Vegas. I had uh, some time to spend with some friends, and we didn't spend too much time near the stadium. But I drove we drove past by the stadium. It looks incredibly huge. It looks like it's on its way to being completed within the next. I don't know, fifteen, twelve a little bit more than 12 months it's definitely going to need more than 12 months but let's just say 15 or 14 for for argument's sake that the stadium should be d- completed by then but that's around the time that they they're hitting they're shooting for and hopefully they mark it but it's it was an incredible incredible experience going back to Vegas again and uh incredible seeing that stadium and let me tell you something, guys, real quick before I move on to the Dodgers, Lakers, Kings segments. Uh wow, what a great hockey town. I know I'm a Kings fan and uh I'll get more into the Kings a little later. But I was over there and I was over there repping with my Kings gear on. And you know, no real no real rivalry with us in the Golden Knights. Not at least not like the Sharks or the Ducks yet. But you know, The one thing that the Kings fans like to, you know, hassle them about is them being an expansion franchise and anything that goes with being a newbie or uh, a new kid on the block kind of a thing or a new fan on the block, they're going to throw it at them. And, uh, you know, for the most part, though, I got to give it up to Vegas when I was out there, they were really rooting on their, their team everywhere you went into all of the casinos they had they had golden night gear everywhere on the streets of vegas yes it was playoff weekend so of course there was a whole lot of that gear being worn but not only was it a great hockey town but i saw a lot of raider gear when i was out there i saw a lot of people wearing a lot of raider gear of course me and my boys were wearing a lot of raider gear but there was a lot of more than anything i saw a lot more Raider gear and Raider merchandise being sold inside of the casinos, and it just seems like overnight. You know, the last time I was out there, it didn't look nearly as half as full of Raider logos and Raider this and Raider talk and the Raiders. Cause NHL hockey has took such a big presence there, especially because they're winning, was really cool to see. But once the NFL gets there, once Raiders become the Las Vegas Raiders and that becomes their city I can only imagine the grip the the stronghold that they're gonna have on the Las Vegas community and the great thing about them being in Las Vegas guys is that not only is an international city and people from all of the all over the world go to visit Vegas all the time so people from Jersey Raider fans in Miami Raider fans from out of the country come into las vegas spend a weekend and their team will be there the stadium will be there it's such a great uh such a great uh flagship for the raiders if you will las vegas will definitely do us a good service and the raiders in in return will make that city a legitimate city because let me tell you uh there was a lot of talks that Las Vegas wasn't necessarily going to be a great sports city. It's going to be a bunch of transplants. A couple corporate people are going to go there. It wasn't going to be the average every eight day fan that wears the jersey, wears the makeup, wears the spikes and shoulder pads and all that good stuff. And we'll just have to see what happens. But I believe that, you know, the fans that will be there from Southern California, Northern California, and the surrounding states that do go to Oakland Raider games or have gone to LA Raider games will definitely go to Las Vegas Raider games and still bring that energy. Granted, there will be uh transplants and Green Bay Green Bay Packer fans and Cowboy fans and who who whoever else may uh be coming from either outside of town or who have moved out of town to live into Las Vegas and now want to see their NFL team at a brand new stadium in their town. So not to get all crazy about that. I just thought I'd touch on it real quick and uh, say that Vegas is becoming quite the hockey town. It will be quite the NFL town. It's going to be a great Raider town, and it's going to be a great sports town all, all the way around. I can already see it, guys. And they got they got the facilities. They will have the facilities very soon. They got the T-Mobile Arena and... Great things if it's a great sports city, then that'll be great for the Raiders great home field advantage, hopefully and uh, Just thought I'd let you guys know about my experience in Vegas real quick Anyhow Now let's get right back into the actual LA teams not to mean not to say like that, but uh, To your Los Angeles Dodgers Now a lot of uh, ups and downs have been happening lately as you guys know but our current record is 15 wins 11 losses and we are still currently first in the NL West. And I believe the Padres are still behind us. But with that said, guys, the Dodgers are still number one. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I haven't been really paying attention, but it's quite early in the season. And to be honest with you guys, I'm just uh, really disappointed still with two World Series. World Series I'm not sure how you would say that plural, but you know what I mean. Two World Series down the drain and ended on home turf. Champagne was spilled in the uh on the field in Chavez Ravine. And let me just say this, guys. It's unsettling to me that people actually think that we're gonna go for a third time. I'm not uh, trying to sound like a pet's pessimist. But we'll have to see if third time's a charm. World Series the third time. And hopefully we could get over that hump. But the chances, let's be realistic, guys. We're going to have to wait and see what... Because there was a lot of changes with the Dodgers roster. And I already touched on that in the past couple episodes. So with that said, we'll have to wait and see. But so far, so good. And in the NL West, we are first place. And hopefully... We keep kicking butt. Go Dodgers. Go Blue. Now, with the controversy with the Lakers, uh, I was in Las Vegas in the Raider image when I got the breaking news about Luke Walton. I'll get into more with that guy in a little bit, but Luke Walton had gotten a job with. Not necessarily our hated rival, but nevertheless, they are our rival because they hate us. The Sacramento Kings acquired Luke Walton. Now, I'm not sure how many of you guys feel about that. If you guys are Clipper fans and you guys are listening to, uh, obviously, my podcast to get news or get my take on the Raiders, Dodgers, or the Kings, but you're a Clipper fan. Uh, good luck to you guys getting smacked by the Golden State Warriors. By the way, I hate the Warriors. But, good luck to you guys. Uh, (laughs) because you guys might need it. You guys are, I believe, uh, I think, I think it's Warriors 3-1 right now in the series. But, uh, let's be honest, that 3-1 lead doesn't mean nothing with the, uh, Warriors, does it not? (laughs) They know how to uh, choke when their time, uh, when it suits them. Anyhow, I'm not here to bash on Bay Area, but yeah, Golden State Warriors will do their thing and they'll probably win another finals championship. They'll win another NBA championship. With that said, to get out of the Clipper Talks, now, back to the Lakers. As y'all know, Magic resigned and that was a while ago. So things have been changing with the organization. I believe that we picked some another GM position. I'm not sure I need to look more into that, but I believe that we picked someone up to fill Magic's spot already. And from what I heard, it wasn't anyone of real expertise and fans are calling out Jenny, Jimmy calling for Jimmy Jenny Buss's job I don't think it's that serious guys let's see what happens at this point we just need the Lakers to do their thing on the off season and do something with the draft and try to acquire free agents we'll see what happens I'll keep you guys posted as the off season continues sooner than later after the uh the finals but back to luke walton the sex allegations so as i was stating earlier that luke walton gets hired by the uh the sacramental kings our rivals and he winds up catching a couple of days ago some sexual assault allegations from former uh sp- It was either Sports Center, or Spectrum, or uh, some sort of media. Don't quote me on this, guys, but someone who worked for the Lakers or ESPN named Callie Tennant. She's a reporter. and she's uh she's a de- she's definitely associated with the Lakers and there was a uh, sexual assault allegations guys there were sexual ac- accusations about former head coach Luke Walton and how he basically Tried to rape her. Now don't quote me on that either. Because those are just the allegations. And none of this is proven fact yet. But Tenant. Callie Tenant. Who obviously grew up here in Southern California. She went to USC. She's a reporter. And she works for ESPN. And she was with Sportsnet LA, which covers the Lakers, Dodgers, Spurs, and Galaxy. Now, with that said, guys, she was... She sued... Two years ago, apparently. Oh, okay. So she's suing him now for stuff that happened in 2017. And she came out, it's basically one of these things where it's the Me Too situation... And anyways, guys, not to get all political and stuff, but Luke Walton, our former head coach, has some sexual allegations with uh, against him. You know, in the court of law, they will be going to court pretty soon. I can only imagine she's probably gonna, she sued him for sexual assault that allegedly happened in two thousand seventeen. She didn't come out with it until. It wasn't reportedly known till Luke got fired. For whatever reason, is, she came out now to say it. And with that said, guys, we, we don't know what actually happened. He's currently not the Lakers head coach anymore. But if these accusations are true and he did try to rape her, from what I know, uh. Walton is is married. He has I'm not sure if he has a family, but he's definitely married. And not to make this a whole segment, but Luke Walton might be might be a uh, you know convicted of such crime or such accusations and is that a bad look for the Lakers exactly? I'm not sure. You know, I heard one one uh, theory out there that you know, Magic supposedly heard about this. That's why he quit. That's why he bailed before the the stuff hit the fan, so to speak. But I I I believe Magic leaving was more of him not enjoying who he was. I totally believe Magic as far as that comes maybe it didn't it didn't help him knowing that Luke Walton was involved in this situation. maybe that's why they left him <laughs> I think on the when the bus or the uh the plane that one time they kind of just left without him after a game and that was kind of an indication that they were moving on from him as head coach. who knows uh but that's all I got right now for Lakers Lakers news. We're still yet to find out who the head coach will be of the, of the Lakers. As soon as we do find out, I'll let you guys know. And if there's any big free agent signings in 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 the time, we'll see. I'm not sure if we will even get quite or AD, but or Durant. But we'll we'll have to wait and see. More than likely after the finals, more so after the finals. We'll know more about that with the actual Laker organization. But speaking of head coaches, I'm going to move on to the Laker, to the Kings. Your Los Angeles Kings. Now, forgive me if I butcher his name, but the your Los Angeles Kings have a new head coach. Todd McKellen is our new head coach. I believe he was the coach of the Edmund Oilers. And, you know a lot of people are complaining already about this signing about this this move to head coach but we'll just have to wait and see what happens with that but you know he says that you know the times he has played against the Kings that he knows how the fans are here what the organization of the Los Angeles Kings are all about and the the great home field advantage that we have here when, when the Kings are on the up and up, you know the fans come out. But that's all sports in LA is and not when the Rams were not doing too good, no one gave a, a you know what about them. And as soon as the the Rams started punching those tickets into the uh, postseason, so to speak, or even the Super Bowl. I'm sure a lot of you are Raider fans if you're listening, and <laughs> we all know how that goes. They all go for for the Rams and the Rams ram wagon or lamb wagon, as I call them. My bad, the lamb wagon. That's my nickname for them. The all of a sudden Ram fans. Now I have a lot of fan. I have a lot of family and a lot of friends that are Ram fans that actually were Ram fans since the St. Louis days. And even before that, when they were in L.A. still. Nevertheless, though, I'll go back to the, the Kings and how we have a new head coach. And we'll just have to see what happens. Cha- winning changes everything, guys. Winning changes everything. Anyhow, guys, uh, that's pretty much all I got right now for your Raiders, Dodgers, Lakers, Kings. I didn't make... I didn't mean to keep it so short with the Dodgers Lakers Kings guys, but that's just about all I got for our LA sports draft is tomorrow. Once one more time, let's go Raiders. Let's draft someone that will make a big difference on that defense. And hopefully we go defensive defensive. end. with that, I leave you guys till next time. Sorry for such the big holdup between the last podcast and now. Had a lot of stuff going on. I will probably definitely do a podcast tomorrow or probably the day after just to reestablish what the Raiders got in the 2019 NFL draft. With that, I'll see you guys later. You guys have a good one. Go Raiders. Go Dodgers. Go Lakers. Go Kings. This has been the Real Los Angeles Podcast. I'm your host, Nella Raider.